Conservatives love conservatives until they start keeping it real. And we and we keep it real. This is the award-winning Wayne Dupree Podcast. Our political leaders have been lying to us for years. And no matter what side of the political aisle they're on, we call them out. If it's politics, entertainment, culture, elections, and anything in between, we're talking about it. And we back it up with smarts coming to you straight between the ears. This is the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast with your host, Wayne Dupree, Lee Blue Eyes Bella, and Hutch the Godfather Bailey Jr. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is our Friday, your Thursday. I don't care because we have the next couple of days off unless something happens really crazy. You never know. You never know. But um, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. You know, in a few minutes, in a few minutes, well, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have the lovable Nick Searcy who played in Justified. And I know he played in a whole lot of other things too. It's just that I know him. I know him for the, the Justified because he did such he did such a great job there. And then find out, come to find out he, that he's a conservative and that he loves his country. It's it's just one of those things, you know. It's just one of those things that um, it's always nice to see. Uh, there we go again, the Republicans. Your donation is missing. Have you accepted? Time is running out. Your lifetime subscription yeah. is in peril. Yeah. Go send it to somebody same else. Same old, same have, old. I mean, they already told me I was a Democrat already because I didn't give to them. And now it's like, have you accepted? They told me I hate Trump because I haven't paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They told me the same okay. thing. And all the, the only reason why I have not gotten rid of this it's because I've been laughing at the way that they've been trying to contact me. That's the only reason why I haven't shut them up. But there were a couple waste, times that I felt money. like they, they waste so much money on the mailings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm filling yeah. landfills up over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like if it says RNC on it, I don't even read it. Right. Because I know yeah. nobody wrote it. I know it's just a copy paste and yeah. it's just ridiculous. You guys need to change your playbook, man. You do. Yeah. Yeah, you, you like, like to... Wayne said, have a cookout, do something, <laughs> right? Send a send be a regular, be normal. <laughs> the Romneys are not normal. Be normal. Oh goodness, yeah. That, I mean, I, I just I, I didn't just... even know there was such a thing as a, a as a car garage. I mean, a car elevator. A car elevator. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that when Romney was running? I never even heard of one of them. He had a car elevator in his garage so he could move his several Cadillacs back and forth. Unbelievable. Oh. I want to talk to that. I mean, we we did we did just a we did a great job last week in moving away from the politics on Thursday and talking about some family stuff. I want to talk about something today. And I want to listen. I mean, I want y'all in the in the uh in the comment section, let us know what you think so we can read some of the things that you're saying. The idea, the idea, the question that I have is why is it that it seems like the left went, um, uh, is so way ahead on culture, but the right seems to attack culture instead of trying to learn from it and cultivate it for a winning strategy. I pose that questions to my to my awesome co-hosts, Leah Bella and Hutch Bailey Jr. Happy to have y'all too. I've, you know. Glad to Happy be here with us. Howdy. Culture. Why? Why why is it that it seems like the left and 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 you know the left doesn't attack our side like that. That but we attack that that side or the way how they do this or how they do that more than they attack our side. Why is that? Kathy says, because they don't care. And the other Kathy says, actually, that's a great question, Wayne. No clue. 
Why should we care? You've left people speechless in the chat today. Why should we care? Why should we care what the left does now? Do we have to win over the left to fix this country? Do we have to win them no. over? Especially when, so. especially Hutch, when there are more conservatives out there than there are liberals. Way or, many more. Or at least that's what the poll says, right? Many more. I mean, you've seen them in your own neighborhood. You've talked to them. I've talked to them. We know them. They're normal people. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the... And really, most Democrats are normal people, too. You're talking about a fringe on the left that controls the media, controls the school system, controls every damn thing. Because we, frankly, over the past 50 years, have been trying to earn a living. And, I mean, that might sound lame, but it's really true. I mean, it's it's something we watch television, we watch movies, and I know I've almost stopped going to movies. I actually have since COVID mm. started anyway, but mm. there's nothing that turns me on that's out there in movie theaters right now. And there hasn't been for quite some time. I mean, I watched the, a couple about the snipers and that kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. the kind of thing I like, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to see a gay captain America. I just don't want to see that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and if you want to, that's up to you. That's fine. Yeah. But, I, but I think that, you know, they own the apparatus that the media and critics use to judge where our culture is. I don't think our culture is in as bad a shape as we're being told. I think it needs some help. And and I think one of the, one Who's of the culture reasons, on the right Amer- American culture in general, Okay, because I mean, and, and a lot of that you, you drive down the road and look how many abandoned churches there are or how many churches are for sale or how many churches are restaurants now. Or things like that. You've got an integral part of our hundreds and hundreds of years of historical culture that's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. And that's going to have an effect, I think. Aaliyah? Well, my daughter went to, with my ex-husband, uh, to a movie over the weekend. Marvel comic movie. She's eight. Eternal? And I'm not sure. She didn't know the name of it when I that's asked her. And I okay. said to her, how was the movie? She's eight. She says, Mom, I, I was really excited to watch them, you know, and like Superman and she's naming Wonder Woman and stuff. And she says, but there were two guys kissing in it. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I, 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 knew, I, I knew that was coming up. I, because, yeah, I and knew that was coming he up. he looked at me for an answer. And it's frustrating because when I was eight, I was watching Home Alone and I was watching two guys get the crap beat out of them with bricks and feathers and guns that was funny i didn't see joe pesci and and the other guy making out on screen right. during home right. alone it's right. it's not needed for the script they're pushing right. this on us and on it's purpose. not an accident it's not an accident they're, right they're pushing it on us on purpose they're amplifying this culture and it's big tech it's big media because they think the left loves and i don't know maybe think is the wrong word maybe it's they know the left loves attention sex and money and they'll do anything to troll the conservative party the conservative movement the conservative people in this country so if they can put two men on the screen to kiss so that way your kids can see it that's a win for them and that's but, the only thing i can think of but let me ask you are are they targeting conservative art audiences or are they just doing what they do I think they're trolling us. I think they're doing what they do. And I think that they're doing it so skillfully that they know that we can't escape it because big tech and big media is everywhere. So they're like, let's infiltrate. We can do this. We can put men and men kissing into Marvel comics for eight-year-olds. So that way they got to go home now and question, maybe I should kiss a man if I'm a little boy. I think they're doing it on purpose and they've got the funds. It's not about trolling trolling conservatives though. This is about destroying American culture. It can be both. Yeah. This is about destroying American culture. It's not, sure. it didn't just start. I've said this before. It started a long time ago and it, it has infiltrated our military. Now it's completely infiltrated the Democrat party and the media and everything else that you're talking about. All that stuff's right. The only thing I'm saying is the motivation is not just to piss us off. The motivation is to take us over. This was designed when they realized they could never beat us on the battlefield. The okay, long now, march through the institutions. Look it up. Now, now, let me ask you this, because when you say take us over, mm-hmm. from you're within. talking about 
You're talking about the leaders. You're not talking about regular I'm talking Joe about communists. I'm talking about communists. Leaders. People from other people from other countries. Leaders. Yeah. You're not talking. You're not talking about the regular Joe Schmo that lives right down no. the street that goes to work and puts his pants nope. on just like you and none. You're nope. talking about the leaders. He's getting he's getting suckered like the rest of them. Hmm. I mean, how else could it change this fast? You know, well, I'll tell you something. The other day, you think it was fast? You think it was fast? Well, let me just say this. this I'll use this for, for, go ahead. for a long time. Since the twenties or fifties. Since Nikolai Khrushchev. I think it was before that. It could have been. It could I, have I, been. Because, I mean, you go because back into, you go back into the nineteen nineteens and Woodrow Wilson, the Democrat Party's favorite president, is the one that instituted segregation in the United States government. It, but if, if if you look at it at a non-political standpoint and you're just looking at the a-holes in the Marvel comic realm, a lot of these people just do it to do it. I remember cartoons even in the 90s that these people that did it, they weren't communists. They were just assholes. So I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to make these people sound like they're these smart, evil scientists trying to take over. I agree with you, Hutch, but I also think there's just a bunch of assholes out there, too, that I are trying to put it. this in uh, anywhere that they can. If um, there's one if there's one thing that I learned in school when I was a, uh, a, in uh, middle school, middle school is. What they do to TV and what they have done to movies with that subliminal type mm. stuff in between the, uh, the, the frames, they put subliminal messages in between the frames mm. when it came to TV and um, what's cut. Oh, uh, put a piece of cake up there, whatever they got selling in the snack bar, you know, throw an order at, at, at the movies. Is that what you're talking about Wayne? Yeah. They buy this, buy that, buy that. Okay. But, but, but it's just not for that either. Be angry. Do you know, do they could put anything they want to in between because the frames are running so fast you don't see it, but right. your but your mind sees it. You know what I'm saying? We actually had school. We actually had classes on that. Right, 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 right. That's what I'm talking about. When I when I saw that, I was like, oh, it. That's more of where your indoctrination <laughs> came came from. If because when we were growing up, we weren't. We weren't told about Russia and communists, this and that, but there were many times when you turn that light off and you're watching something that they want you to, to know. Who knows what was in... Well, and look how they did it right in front of our face. How many FBI shows do you know of that are out there? Think of how many law and orders there are. What? And There's what? so many of them, and they make the FBI look like they're the hero in every single one of them. That's done on purpose. In the seventies, you reminded me 70s, of something right there. <laughs> in the seventies, the major thing, the major shows were cop and detective shows. Adam in Twelve, 70s. yeah, yeah. Um, Starsky and Hutch, McCloud, yeah, right? You know. Yeah. So I grew up thinking the Cannon. FBI was heroes. Cannon. The yeah. FBI would save me no matter what. The FBI would figure it out and save the whole country. That's how I grew up thinking that the FBI was so wonderful. In the eighties, it became. Um, uh, family shows, cop shows. I mean, oh, family, I like the X Files, yeah, family type um, stuff in the early '80s. But I mean, again, culture, culture to me, and the reason why I bring this up for Magnum PI, yeah, um, the reason why I bring this up, Vegas, <laughs> um, is because I, I, I look at people outside the Republican side. What the I look at. I look at people and the way they live outside the right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I keep saying I'm not envious, but I see the fun that they're having. I'm not talking about the bull, bull crap leaders that are in, that are in Washington, mm -hmm. D.C. I'm talking about the people in the neighborhood. They, they just live. They aren't. The number one thing on their mind is not politics. It's just family. You know, and I mean, that's not a mistake either. You know what I'm saying? That's not a coincidence either. Good. Let them eat cake is a good example from the past. And that's what they do. I mean, why do you think, why do you think that all these people are advocates for marijuana legalization? Do we really need to be higher than we are today already? But it, it keeps people out of the news. 
it keeps people that they don't want to pay want to pay attention and want to find out why things are. It keeps them on the couch. Keeps them sedative. Whatever. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And I don't have anything against any of that. You do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But just understand, we don't need more people in this country stoned. There's yeah. already enough of them. And, and Wayne just described some of them. You know, that if you if you can go out there right now with everything that's going on in this country right now, and you have a cognizant thought of where it's going to go, of what life is going to look like when gas is $7, $8 a gallon, and you're just having fun. It worked, man. Well, and the thing is, a lot of those crazy liberals that are just having fun right now, dyeing their hair blue, that's the biggest thing on their mind, and who they're going to sleep with tonight, smoke <laughs> some weed. They don't even drive cars. They walk everywhere. So gas prices to them they don't, don't even matter. go on dates. Or bicycle. They don't, or bicycle. They, they don't right. go on dates. They don't freaking. They don't do anything. I, mean, it, I, I feel so sad for these kids, man. I, I'm thinking, when I was a kid, we were, first of all, thank God there wasn't any internet. But we were outside. Even in the wintertime, we were outside. Well, they just shut down the school in Oregon they, because the kids aren't socializing well. They're having trouble socializing, so they closed the school. I mean, how insane is that? How insane is that? Playing outside, Hutch, that's crazy. When I tell my daughter to play outside, she's like, Mom, we don't do that. Well, too bad and, you and are. When I say you play are. outside, I mean, we had a half keg of beer out there, and the music was blowing. And, and every time, every right. little boy was trying to find a little girl, and it was it was a great time. We had fun. Muscle yeah. cars were driving around, and, and now the park is vacant. And when you there's look nobody at, in that park. And when when friends do get together, the kids do get together at that age group, like you're saying, 16, 17, They're all holding mm-hmm. their cell phones, and they're in their cell phones texting each other yes. while they're sitting yes. beside each other. Yes, that's I, where I, culture I and society is going. I looked out at my fire pit last year, and my stepson had his boys over. And they were all staring at their phones. Mm-hmm. And they're all fine with it. That's where they want to be. And that's where they want the world to go to. That's why the metaverse that... that that's why they um, hate me. <laughs> that's why the metaverse with uh, Mark Zucker is going to be billions of dollars. Because that's where it's heading. And that these kids want Enjoy. that. They love it. They can't wait. You know, my, my um, when I was taking my kids out for dinner or lunchtime or, or lunch, and, and we would sit at the table... Everybody had their phones, and my daughter would be like, "All right, phones up, phones up, good. Put your phones up. Let's talk." Oh, that's Let's cool. Talk. Your daughter would say yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Well, now that yeah. they're coming out of college, see what you can do, Wayne. Is you say, "All right, put the phones in a pile. The first person to grab one grabs a phone, pays for dinner." That'll work too. I like that too. I know that's too. not my original thought. I read that somewhere. Yeah, we that's actually cool. used to play credit card roulette, where we would put everybody's credit card in a hat. And then at the end of the dinner, we'd pull one credit card out, and whoever's it was had to pay for the whole dinner. There you so, go. I knew, I know, I know some fam. I know one family. I know one family that, um, you know how you have the, the like the charger. You put your phone in the charger yeah, thing and just proximity charger. Yeah, I have one. I have two of them. This this one family has a has like a four four port six port charger thing in the kitchen. When you come in the house. You yeah. put your charger and you put your phone in the charger and you don't mess with it until you leave out the next morning. Nice. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, I think that that would have, if every parent, if every phone would have came with that mm-hmm. and the government mandated it uh, <laughs> over the Never, last 20 it's good years, for your health. over the last 20 years, you put it in the house. When you come in, you don't pick it up until you leave the next day. I think this country would have tur- would not have turned out the way it is right now. I'll tell you, you know, growing up, we used the telephone, yes, the one that did. was on the wall with the long ass cord, yeah. and and you tried to call your girlfriend, you know, or, or maybe it wasn't your girlfriend yet, but you got that phone number and you wanted to call her, and mm-hmm. you know she was going to call you or whatever, and you'd be sitting at dinner at my house, and we were in the dining room. A lot of times we ate in the kitchen, but when I ate with my parents, it was in the dining room when it wasn't just me and my little brothers. So we're in the dining room and out the door of the dining room, that's where the phone was on the wall. Right. And we'd be sitting down eating and that phone would be and my mother and my father look at me like, (laughs) I wasn't allowed to answer the phone. Now I eat. It ran. Yeah. Yeah. Until it stopped ringing. And if it kept ringing, it kept ringing. And if it pissed my dad off, he'd knock it off the hook. 
Yeah, it's family time then, boy. You ain't allowed time. to get on the phone. I mean, that was no. like, you weren't, you, you shit, you weren't allowed to get up. Well, look, I had to ask permission not, to get up when I was done eating. I had to ask my dad. Can I leave a lot of kids, yeah, a lot of kids used to, yeah, yeah. I mean, well. May I be excused? I won't talk about the, tra- I mean, the tragic lifestyle that I, you know. <laughs> You better eat everything on that table. Oh, I know. Oh remember, that, remember that? Remember that Brussels sprout? Mm-hmm. I can't relate to any of that. No. Shifted over here. No queen. I guess you have. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then you try to get win. you try to get slick. Remember when you try to get slippy? <coughs> we never had to eat everything on I'm our done. plate. I, I used to hide food. I used to hide we, food. Like we I had a thing. We had a thing called the Clean Plate Club. Jeez. Mm. You had to be a member of the clean plate club. My dad was serious too. He said, yeah. and he brought that old 1940 army stuff in too. He's wow. like, take all you want, but eat all you take. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, my, my mom, like, see, I hate wet bread to this day. I hate it. <laughs> I, I, I hate it. She, she would put either the salt steak or the liver and yeah, all that like gravy. On top, but there was be a slice of bread at the bottom. So after you got finished eating, all that's left down there is just a, a sack of wet. That is disgusting. <laughs> Wayne, yeah. did you eat that? See, I liked it. Yeah, not not like, the liver, not the liver, but the other stuff. No, I the bread, man. Ew, that's like a soggy tissue. By that time, by that time, you pick it up on the and pick it up on the fork, and if the fork, it is would like go through the fork. They go. <laughs> Yeah, looks like mucus. See, we do that on purpose, man. Hot roast beef sandwich, man. I love that. I hate wet bread today. I hate it. But but the thing that, that could knock me to my knees, tuna fish and noodles, man. Oh, my God. When I, I lived on the third floor, I lived in my house, a three-story house. No air <laughs> conditioning, no TVs. One black and white TV about as big as this computer. Yeah. And when I was in the third floor up in my bedroom, I'd be like, Oh man, it's too division. Start crying and stuff. I'd be like calling my buddies up. Hey man, can I eat over at your house tonight? (laughs) I used to oh I couldn't eat it, man. I I, Yeah. yeah. I couldn't get it down past my throat, man. I hate it. I like it now. You eat it now? Yeah. I mean, no. I I could eat it now. I don't choose to. Interesting. (laughs) I could eat tuna fish salad. Yeah, yeah, salad, but not salad. not hot, not hot, man. No, shoot, my mom. I had to mom, shit. I can eat anything now, but my mom would make um, what's the uh, it it's not radishes, parsnips, turnips, peas, parsnips, turnips, turnips. She would she would blend that stuff so uh, mashed turnips. And do it what looked, with it? It looked like mashed potatoes. It, it looked like mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. It, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Uh, uh, it was nasty, man. I like turnips, too. I hate turnips. Mm. I, really I like them roasted, though. I like them roasted. Ugh. I hate turnips. Where you eat them like carrots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but see, my problem was I used to hide food. I used to hide it <laughs> behind the couch, <laughs> behind, behind my mom's records. Especially, especially oatmeal. Especially oatmeal. What? Oh, you hate oatmeal. There's nothing like finding dried up oatmeal three and four days later. Concrete, boy. Behind stuff. That's ass. That's butt whipping for you, boy. That's a butt whipping. And for some reason, I couldn't hold it out in front of you. They hold it out in front of you. You know what this is? Yeah. And 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 there's like, how are you gonna look? So, <laughs> wipe that stupid look off your face. Oh my gosh! <laughs> hey, I'll tell you those are some good lessons though. I'll tell you what, okay, I no, still, yeah. I still get queasy to this day wasting food. Yeah, yeah. If I throw food away out, it hurts me, man. Well, yeah. I can, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, if I order Chipotle, if I order Chipotle today, I can't eat all of it. I, Wayne, we threw away I, some frozen meat, <laughs> didn't we? I, yeah, we did. So did I. I just nasty recently did meat. too. Stuff that's what, that's what I get for buying that shit out of a trunk of a car. Yeah, we learned that's that almost like what we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. we so learned I, 
Somebody said I'm some Oso Buco or whatever. It's <laughs> they said I'm some bad meat. That's all a I whole, know. A whole thing of Oso Buco. <laughs> probably, probably because they couldn't Tastes like sell something it. else with an A. Yeah. Disgusting. Little nasty ass. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're um, we're waiting on our guests. Uh, but uh, you know what? Let me let me do this um, as we're waiting on it. He has Nick Cersei has a new movie coming out. Uh, it's it, it will be available on Thanksgiving Day. As a matter of fact, I'm going to play the trailer. He's uh, supposed to be at twelve thirty. I'm going to play the trailer right now, and um, there we go. It's called uh, Capital Capital Punishment: The Movie. This is treason. Please, Officer, I can't breathe. I can't even. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not. It ain't really about Trump, it's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't believe, we have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. Let me say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered and executed. I step out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? Ladies and gentlemen, that will be wow. out on Thanksgiving Day, and um, yes, it is. It is a very good trailer. Uh, I know what I'll be doing when I'm eating my pumpkin pie. I'll be watching Nick. <laughs> that hurts, man. That hurts. Jimmy and I says they need to make a video of Pelosi and company plotting up the set set of the January sixth riot and put a music. Let me. I. I. I again. Um, I am not awestruck by Hollywood people. I'm not. Uh, I mean, because I've been in the arena for a long time. So, uh, 
I've been in the same room with many and stuff. But I admire the heck out of Nick. I And the reason why I admire him is because he's conservative in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So he is getting it a whole lot worse. He has to work doubly hard than all the other people that the stuff is given to. I mean, now, again, we've seen him on various things and stuff, and now he's doing these documentaries. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me let me bring him in here. <laughs> because because hey, if hey. I got to talk about somebody, I'm going to talk about somebody to their face. I was, enjoying, I was enjoying you talking about how great I was. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I, I just, I just admire you. Well, I, I, I admire you a big deal because of the stand that you take and you don't back down from, there are a lot of people out there that back down. I mean, not only back down, they walk away from it because they can't stand the heat. You not only, <laughs> You're not only accepting the heat, you're creating more of it. You yeah. he is you, the heat. You basically you pissing on a brush fire, man. You you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I kind of run my career like I'm a heel wrestler. I'm you know, I feel like my my job is to just make the audience hate me as much as <laughs> <laughs> I must have picked up some of that myself. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but so, no, I'm I'm having a lot of fun doing what I'm doing and you know, I, 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 you know, as you were saying, there's a lot of friends of mine that I know, and these are actors that you would know, or, you know, not by name, by face, who tell me all the time, you know, I agree with you, but you're crazy. If I did what you did, I would never work again. <laughs> and I just tell them, I, la- I laugh and I say, well, you know, basically I'm lazy. I work too much as it is. I, I'm, I'm not really looking for Hollywood to give me any more work. I'm tired. <laughs> Man, look at that. Look, look. If... And like I said, you have been through the fire. I mean that 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 hat right there. That hat looks like it's it's been like all over the country like four or five times, man. <laughs> I know you must be tired, but you have a motivation. And what is that motivation? You know, I, I want the truth to come out. I mean, I, I'm kind of like everybody else. I watch things that come out of Hollywood, and most of the time they kind of infuriate me or they turn me off and and uh, you know I was in Washington on January 6th I didn't go there with the idea of making a film but after I got home and saw how the day was being characterized and how it didn't match up with anything that I had seen or experienced you know we started to say you know this is this is really not right and then as people began getting arrested and all this stuff and the FBI breaking down doors of people that have never been arrested for anything before in their lives, treating them like cartel leaders or something, you know, we just started saying, you know, we, we got to do something about this. And so that's what we did. We just started, started talking to people who had been arrested or had been, you know, approached or not approached, but, you know, basically assaulted their homes, assaulted by the FBI. And uh, the more we talked to them, the more, outraged we got and you know we we started to realize there's really a story here that no one is telling so wow and the movie's called capital punishment it's coming out on thanksgiving i we just got to see a preview of it the audience loved loved to see it uh it, at the end it says why are they lying who is they if you could explain to us who is they well in the film you know that was an early trailer in the film i actually changed the question to why didn't the media ever show you this and, you know, you see that vast, that huge crowd that was there that day. And everybody that sees the film for the first time goes, I didn't know there were that many people there. And that's because the media wouldn't tell you. They want to make it seem like it was a few thousand crazy white supremacists, when in fact it was probably two million people. Yeah. Nick, I, I got to ask you, thank you, for, thank you for making this film. It's actually the second one that I've seen, I haven't seen yours obviously yet, but I saw the trailer and I'm definitely going to see it. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, some of the people that the FBI tracked down were in remote Alaska, yeah. from what I understand. I mean, they traveled a long way to get these people. And I, I would just ask you, um, is there any story in the United States right now bigger than this? I mean, this is, I almost came to tears watching your trailer. 
Oh, this is America. I know, and there's some excerpts that you know we send out to people, and you know when you just see these families. I mean, this this man with three children, his children were terrorized. They handcuffed his daughter, his 13 year old daughter, and put her out on the sidewalk at six in the morning. And this guy didn't. He went to the Capitol. He never entered the building, and all he had on him was like first aid gear. You know, he was there to help people, and they treat this man like he's a violent criminal and treat his family like they're terrorists. I mean, and you know, what I say to people about the film all the time is like, I, I don't care what party you're in. What this movie is about is what the government is doing to individual American citizens. And do you think this is the right thing? Do you think this is the way people should be treated in this country? You know, uh, I mean, so many people uh, have been, looking at what happened and they don't know that this side of it, but where should they go after this? What, what's your, what's your idea uh, of what should viewers say or do after sitting down and watching this? Well, I think the most important thing, and, and we show this multiple ways in the film, is that the media has proven that you cannot trust them, that they will not tell you the truth. The mainstream media, they are pushing their agenda. And you just have to find, I would say to everybody, do what they told you to do in, in, when I was in school. Be skeptical. Don't just believe everything that, that you're told and really research, you know, investigate the, the things that you're being told about. I don't care if it's about white supremacy in January 6th or about COVID or whatever it is that they're, whatever it is they're selling you, don't be so quick to buy it. Look around. There's other, other sources of information. It's alarming to me. Marjorie Taylor Greene said she visited uh, the Patriots in jail in DC uh, and the prisoners are crying while singing the national anthem every night. Yeah. That speaks and, and, you know, the, the conditions in that jail, she talked about it a little bit, but one of the guys in our film who was spent nine days in solitary confinement with no phone call, couldn't call his lawyer, couldn't even tell his family where he was. And he said the conditions in that jail, it's like the, the bugs were everywhere. He, he would set the bologna sandwich they give him for dinner down on the bed and the bugs would swarm all over it. He'd have to knock them off, you know, and, and, he talked about how, you know, the guards were calling him, you know, stupid white cracker and all this stuff, all these racial overtones from the guards, from the people that worked in the prison. And it's like, it's a terror campaign. It, you know, you see all these people coming out of this jail and going, I would like to recant my support of President Trump. I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. They are intentionally terrorizing these people. So They're torturing people and trying to re-educate them, basically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I know. Um, I, I, we were we were watching from our point of view. We were watching this go down via C-SPAN's uh, coverage thing, yeah. and um, we were watching people walk through the halls of Congress. They weren't running or anything. They were just walking through like they were on a tour. Or yeah. whatnot. We gave our analysis while things were going on, and they they, they took everything down. They 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 um. It's almost like they sanctioned us for our analysis of what was going on. We were using C-SPAN's feed, but yeah. if you go on YouTube or you go on some of these other big tech platforms and you try to find others like an analysis or opinion about what went down and they have the video, the only people that they're allowing to have the type of stuff that you have, the only people that they're allowing to have is the Fox news or CNN or MSNBC. They're not letting us yeah. have it to explain what might be happening. So with that said, are you looking that they are going to suppress this and and uh, uh, try to uh, just sell your name out there in public with this thing? 
Yeah, I have no doubt that they're going to try to suppress this. And it's just why we, you know, we've got a couple of lawyers on <laughs> on board because I know they're going to come after us. Um, and, you know, I, I sort of make the joke in the film. It's like, I don't know why the FBI hasn't visited me. I, I didn't do anything any more than all these people. And That's what I was going to ask you. Right, 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 right. You you were there. You you had a camera. You were looking at everything and stuff, and nobody yeah. ever said anything to you. No, and, and I, you know, I kept, you know, saying it's like if the FBI would come and investigate me, that would be a heck of an ending to the movie. You know, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, it's uh, one of the things that we went along and we're talking to all these people. I just kept asking myself, why are they singling out these people? Why are they going after certain people and not others? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of conjecture about this. I talked to a friend of mine in uh, a fellow actor. I don't want to say his name because I'm not sure he wants me to say his name, but right. he's an actor here in Hollywood who was there on that day. And uh, he said the FBI broke his door down one morning, just like they did a lot of people served him with all this stuff, threatened him with all these things that they were going to arrest him for. And then they never did. They never did anything else. And he told me he thought it was because he's black. He was a black actor. And he said, if they prosecute me, it doesn't fit their narrative about right. it all being a white supremacist, crazy racist bunch of Trumpers, you know? And it's like, I think that's why they let me go. And so I think there's a strategy there that's, uh, you know, they're pushing a narrative and that's how they're selecting people to, uh, to persecute. Nick, I, I watched on CNN, uh, Jim Acosta the other day on a five minute clip. And I think between his, the other host and, and Acosta, I think they used the word insurrection 25 times in five minutes. Yeah. I mean, this, this is absolutely ridiculous. That, coupled with what you just mentioned and, and things that we've seen for more than a couple years with the FBI, uh, what's the end result? What are we going to do with this media and with this national law enforcement uh, agency that's gone rogue? I mean, is there any hope for either? Well, I think the hope lies in, uh, as you know, the, the great Coy Griffin, who's one of the people persecuted in the film, as he says, the way we fight back is by not being afraid of them. You know, we have to just keep saying, no, that's not true. And here's the truth. And I don't believe you. We have to stand up to them, not not with physical force, but, but just by saying we don't accept your narrative and we're not going to admit it. You know, we're not going to say that what you're saying is right, because that's uh, shining the light on 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 lies is is uh, is important. And uh, I think the more people do it, the. Uh, there's a few converts coming along, you know. Mm -hmm. the, the senile old man in the White House is now at 36 percent, you know, and that's probably <laughs> worse than that because of the way the media does polls. So, yeah, and Bill Maher's even on him. <laughs> yeah, I think people are waking up and the only way you, you continue to have them wake up is to keep saying the truth. Lee, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was. I couldn't get my mute off for some reason. Oh. I talked about on a show that we um, did a few days ago about sophism, which is basically an argument or something that is used to deliberately deceive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we are as a country right now. We're being deliberately deceived. Uh, and how Hutch said about the insurrection, you know, 2,977 people died on 9-11. 2,977 Americans. And they're saying that this is worse than 9-11. And I feel like that is deliberately trying to deceive us. Mm -hmm. And there's a danger in that. Well, I mean, to the political class, it probably worse was worse than 9-11 to them because right. yeah. I, it threatened them. You know, it, it, this really, you know, this threatens their credibility. It threatens, mm -hmm. you know, the faith that we have lost in our institutions is being revealed. And these people who have like people like Joe Biden have basically been in power for 50 years mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they are trying to hold on to their corrupt system of power. And anything that is a threat to that is worse than 9-11 to them. <laughs> Isn't that a shame? Yeah. So this this um, this awesome documentary comes out next Thursday. Yeah. Um, and what 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 do you want people to 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 know and take away from this more than anything? 
Well, more than anything, like I said, I want them to see what is happening to their fellow Americans and decide if they agree with that or not. And also, uh, you know, I think the film is, even though it talks about these horrible things, it's uplifting because basically I make a lot of really good jokes in it. And, <laughs> and it's also by the end, you know, it, I think the attitude that I want people to have after they watch this movie is that we need to be happy warriors. We don't have to attack them with hate or vitriol. We just need to, you know, say the truth, say that's not true and laugh and go on, you know, live your life and, and just live it in, in fearlessly, you know, and just do not accept what they are trying to spoon feed you. You know, I used to work with when I was Democrat, I, or vote Democrat. I, I used to um, have arguments uh, with with my coworker who was a Republican. Yeah. And I would have arguments with him. And the way that he would end almost everything that he said is with a smile. And he used to piss me off because <laughs> it's like, I mean, I would be all foaming and you don't know what you're talking about. He's like, <laughs> let me tell you something. And I was like, ah, oh, you're laughing at me. You know, you know, you, you know. But by the time he was finished talking, he would always have like a Christian type of way of responding to me. And I never forgot that. I never forgot how he responded to me. And we were talking about culture just uh, before he came on the show. I was like, why is, why is it that we see what they're doing over there? But it's almost like what I, what I see is we want to attack instead of understanding and talking and coming, we don't have to agree with how they do stuff, but I'm sure if they see, you know, us coming across and being, you know, talkative and, you know, uh, Hey, look, we're just like you, we, you know, we, you know, I mean, we can talk to you. They might see the, how we're delivering the stuff just like you're doing with this movie, because I, I have to give you one thing. Uh, I know you live in California. And I really, I really don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I really don't know too much about how you grew up. You just remind me of somebody that's just southern and yeah, southern like from and Texas. You remind me of somebody from Texas. I'm yeah. from Carolina. I, I grew up in the mountains okay. of Carolina. Yeah. Somebody that you could just sit down and just have beer with and just talk to. Yeah. We don't. We don't have to talk politics. We can talk about the mountains of North Carolina. We can. We can talk about the sun. The sunsets of North. You know, I, yeah. Is that's how I think you win people, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of what I'm running into with, with, you know, friends of mine that are on the other side, when they hear about the movie, they're like, I'm not going to watch that. And I go, why? You know me. There will be really good jokes in it. (laughs) They're afraid. They're afraid to watch it. They're afraid to get the other side. They have been conditioned by the media and by academia and all this that Anyone who disagrees with them is a racist, white supremacist, terrorist, whatever. And so they don't, you know, they feel like they can't expose themselves Mm -hmm. to the movie that I've made, even though they know me. They've had me in their house, you know. It's it's almost like garlic to a vampire, you know. I mean, they... they, (laughs) Kryptonite. Yeah, really, like, they think if they watch this movie, they won't be able to hold on to what they currently believe. Exactly. Exactly. You're afraid exactly. of that. Exactly. But then again, if you keep pushing it, and from what I can see from the trailer, you look like you got a lot of material in there. I can't wait. Can't wait. You, you got a lot of material in there, man. So yeah, I think we probably could have made three or four movies, or we could have made a you know a much longer film. We we had to cut a lot out. But yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty gripping stuff. I mean, we we found as the movie went along that the real heart of the movie was, you know, what was happening to these people. And so we, we started out to make a movie that was much more kind of general and political, but as it went on, it was just like, this is a, this is a human tragedy that what happened, what is happening to these people is really the thing that the news is not reporting. Especially the Babbitts. The Babbitts is like, that's heartbreaking watching him. I mean, my goodness. Well, yeah, his section in the movie is, is heartbreaking. I mean, that's that's the word for it. And and when he talks about the rules of using force and all that and how he knew them and Ashley knew them 
and the steps that you take before you pull the trigger. He says, you know, that that cop didn't take any of these steps. He didn't do any of that. He didn't, and, he and didn't he our, verbalize. He just shot her. Yeah. Capital punishment, the movie.com, ladies and gentlemen, that is a link that you can go there and, and um, connect with Nick. Watch, watch the trailer. Um, the updated trailer, you can watch that. Um, I, actually, I just got that. So, um, mm-hmm. but um, make sure that you are not only watching it, don't be stingy, share it. Right. <laughs> share it because, you know, that, I mean, and that's something that we run into a lot. We'll, we'll go in and look at it. Wow, good gracious, good Lordy Morty. And we won't share it. So, uh, you know, we got to, we got, I mean, if you want this to get out and you think that it looks great and we've seen some of the comments in here, you got to share it, share it and let people know Nick Cersei was in, would, uh, would, uh, um, did a great job on this documentary trailer and it looks like it's going to be a great movie. Get it out there, y'all get it out yeah. there. And the other thing I would say about it, you know, the way we're releasing this movie is, uh, through a website, it's, it's it allows the audience to access the material directly. We're not mm-hmm. going through a Hollywood gatekeeper that would shut us down. Mm-hmm. And it's important for things like this in a broader scale for to be successful because we are not only trying to combat the lies coming out of the media, we're trying to build a new Hollywood. We're trying to build a new way to deliver entertainment. And by making things like this successful with your 999, you not only get a good film, but you are helping build a new way to deliver entertainment to uh to audience members so don't don't forget about that side of it too it's 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 not just this movie it's for movies that will happen in the future god knows we need new hollywood so thank you for that (laughs) so um we want to we want to have you back in in a couple weeks i really wanted to get you before this but i want to have you back in a couple weeks in into uh um, december so that we can uh, push this for christmas too so you bet uh, bet. okay uh, but how can people follow you on social media? And uh, again, capital punishment, the movie.com. Ladies and gentlemen, go there next week, Thanksgiving, get it, download it, uh, and support Nick. Yeah, you can find me if you dare at on Twitter at yes, Nick Cersei. It's a, it's, it's, it's a pretty, it's like a knife fight, my Twitter feed, but come on over if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm like, I'm on Facebook periodically. You know, I get kicked off every time I'm on for another 30 days. But <laughs> you know, I, I, I bullied Mitt Romney one day. And they, they said, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they got to watch out for their knit, I mean, for their mitt, their uh, mittens. But yeah. uh, look, Nick, look, thank you so much, Nick. And, um, thank you, Nick. We, and we look Excited. forward to hearing from you in a couple of weeks, okay? Happy Thanksgiving, so too. Good seeing you again. You too, man. Again, Capital Punishment, the movie. That was a great trailer, though. That was an awesome trailer. That, that hurt me, man. I'm telling you, I was watching that. It's like, this is, this is our job. country. Right? You know, one of the things he didn't say, and I don't know how this happened, but I told you Washington, D.C. is a funny place. That prison is staffed with people from Africa, from immigrants. The oh, whole place. It. Wow. Those wow. people that are in there from this January 6th are the only white people in that jail. I mean, I don't it's, know. I, it's, it's a torture chamber. I'm so glad. It is a torture there. chamber. Yes, it is. I, the I water read... has mold in it. Yeah. Mm. Well, there's sewage backing up into their cells, and they have to keep their feet up because if not, this they'll is, get raw sewage on them. This is, and this this is, is happening in America. Soviet Union stuff, man. This and is... Joe's fine with it. And, and Can you, you know, imagine the... if we were doing this to the left? Can you imagine if Trump did this to the left? The media is so bad that I've got conservative people that believe it. They think these people deserve to be there. You know, and and I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, all right, maybe you shouldn't have went into the Capitol, but does that mean you go to jail from January till now with no charges and no food? Oh, man. I mean, it's, or we're losing our country right here. I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think everybody that went in there, because you could see from the C-SPAN thing, a lot of people that just went in there and just was walking. I don't think everybody's getting charged. No, but what did, yeah. what the thing that I get about, and I understand that. And if people went in there 
and lit fires and all that kind of stuff. That's a totally different thing, yeah. you know, because Republicans get prosecuted for that. Democrats don't. They can burn down the whole country and nothing ever happens to them. Well, actually, but some of some of them do couple, go to jail. A couple. Two yeah. people in Pittsburgh went to jail. That's what, true. What, no, no, no. I'm talking about like in the Ferguson thing. A lot of people were going to jail. It's just that a lot of people were billing, billing them out. Okay. You remember that? You, I mean, Kamala Harris did that. Yeah, like. Kamala did, yeah. Jay-Z and Beyonce was putting down millions of dollars. She had a bailout fund, didn't she? She yeah, had like a yeah. Minnesota bailout fund. Yeah. Same thing happened with um, Occupy. I, some people yeah. from there yeah. went to jail, but guess what? They were in there a, a hot second before they were back out in in the little parks. And, stuff, and a whole lot of raping and stuff was going on. And, sure and, was. Um, Occupy. But a lot of those people got away with that, too. Uh, sure and, if you, and if you look at one of the yeah. things that gets me the most mm-hmm. about this that happened in D.C., Mm-hmm. was when a peaceful crowd outside, unarmed, when they started launching grenades at them. When the police, it, there was a part in that trailer that showed it. A guy yeah. sitting there throwing a the bird up, and all of a sudden, three flashbangs went off right in front of him. Mm. That's not fun. That's mm. not fun at all. That that hurts. Yeah, and man. It's, just, it's not American. It's, it's, it's no. crazy, man. It's crazy. We, we're going to overthrow the government with no guns. That's some hell of a people. Yeah, yeah, that, that's just nuts. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to go for the weekend. We're going to stop by locals, our local community, and we're going to drop a few minutes off of there. We're going to talk about a, a, um, a couple things on there. You know what? <laughs> Y'all getting off scot-free because uh, yesterday was 30 minutes extra. You know, so. Yeah. Oh, no, man. That I mean, you know, y'all. Y'all pulling out the best of us, and y'all extended. It was only supposed to be two minutes. <laughs> it was only supposed to be two minutes, and now it's up to thirty minutes. So, I mean, but you know, but I mean, I got, I got great co-hosts here. So you know, we, so we, we, we just can't. It. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, because actually, if we were, if we weren't recording the extra stuff for you, we probably would be sitting there talking anyway. Yeah. No matter. That's- you know, that's what we do anyway. So, but listen, I want everybody to have a great weekend. Stay out of trouble. I mean it. Stay out of trouble. Make good choices. Uh, Come on. That's right. That's right. And when you go to the local community, don't forget to sign up. You can use I Support You if you want a free month. If not, just pay your monthly or pay um, yearly and start posting. Add, add some photos, add some stories, add some articles, add some, add some links. That's it's a community that you can share and you don't have the fear of being suppressed. So that's why we created that community away from Patreon. If you are a Patreon member and you are, and you having problems shutting your old Patreon account down, email me at Wayne at Wayne Dupree.com. I will shut it down and then you can go over to um, locals and, um, do it over there. Okay. Like Last thoughts real quick. Yeah. So the Rittenhouse judge, this just came in. An MSNBC producer was caught following the jury bus, which is major, major illegal. MSNBC is now banned from the courtroom. He said, quote, no one from MSNBC news will be permitted in this building. This is an extreme serious matter and will be referred to the proper authorities. He is furious. What is going on? That's the worst network out there, boy. The I'll left is you. evil, man. The left is evil. Well, at least MSNBC. So is the right. <laughs> the Coke <laughs> Network, funded by billionaire Koch brothers, has joined President Joe Biden and former President Barack Obama, George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton in their efforts to resettle Afghans across the United States. The Koch Network Stand Together organization has partnered with billionaire Howard Schultz's Starbucks Foundation and the Schultz Family Foundation to provide funding to local non-governmental organizations, NGOs, who commit to helping resettle Afghans in their communities. And I can only ask that they please resettle them in Crawford, Texas, and in the Hamptons, and wherever the hell the Obamas are living these days. Put them right there in their neighborhoods. They want them so bad, you can have them. Did you say the Koch brothers? I did. Yeah. And Schultz. And Schultz. 
The Koch brothers they shifted, their, they shifted their alliance when Trump came in. Let me tell they you went, something. They keep saying how the right is all full of rich people and stuff. Man, the show, I mean, Starbucks Schultz and the Koch brothers are the some of the richest people in America. And the they are and they have right it, in the world, and they have along with Bezos and and um, mm -hmm. um, Tesla dude and yeah. um, uh, um, uh, George Soros. Uh, I said Gates, right? Mm. No, no I uh, Gates is one. Zuckerberg, um, the Google guy, all those rich all, billionaires, mm -hmm. billionaires, man. All right, let's talk about it. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time.